Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and we have a little something special for you this morning. Um, There's not much that we can do. We're all supposed to be staying social distanced from each other. So one thing that at Entercom we take pride in is recognizing the Earth Days and staying true to ourself and being one with nature, the environment, and the one planet Earth that we have to live on. So we have a little special coming to you today. It's uh, Karina Delgado. She's over at 94.7 The Drive, DC's Greatest Hits. She does their morning show over there with Jason Kidd. And she talked with Shyla Raghov. She's the Vice President of Climate Change and Global Strategy for the Conservation Group. And she's going to get into some stuff. Conservation International does a lot of things worldwide. And they're going to get into some of the stuff that they're doing for Earth Day, which is this April 22nd coming up on Wednesday and what you could do at home while you're in quarantine from everyone else staying social distance. So joining me this morning is Karina Delgado and she's going to talk to Shyla Ragoff. Good morning, Karina. I'm Karina Delgado with 94.7 The Drive. Now, I know with the COVID-19 pandemic taking up so much of our mental space, it's easy to forget that things like Earth Day are right around the corner. But I am on the phone today with the Vice President of Conservation International to speak about our Earth, the environment, and the COVID-19 crisis, and how the two are inextricably intertwined. Hi, Shyla. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling, Karina. I'm doing really well, thanks. How are you? I am doing the best that I can every single day, just staying grateful and washing my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Same here. If you could, just please take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners. Great, thanks. My name is Shyla Raghav. I am the Vice President of Climate Change at Conservation International, and my role is to oversee um, our climate change strategy and programs. Um, Conservation International is present in about 30 countries around the world, and we have um, our headquarters is in Arlington, Virginia, and our mission is really about protecting nature for the well-being of humanity. And so the types of solutions that I work on are stopping deforestation, providing support and guidance to governments and to local communities to find um, investment solutions, policy solutions to protect nature for a more sustainable and healthy future. Sure. Speaking of protection, we are all in protective mode right now. Protect our health, protect our 
families, protect our community. With that said, I think comes a sense of question and people are speculating on whether or not the COVID-19 pandemic is a result of climate change. Can you speak to that a little bit for me? Yeah, I think that's a really, really important question. And I think that our tendency is always to try to find connections between trends, but also to be able to find um, or or get some good news, right, or find a silver lining uh, amidst everything that we're experiencing. Um, there isn't really any strong evidence that climate change is a direct cause of the coronavirus and its spread. Um, but what we can, what we do know is that climate change is um, has a direct influence on the migration of species. Mm-hmm. And so, in particular, what we're seeing is that ranges of species, whether it's even trees and and plants where they can grow or migratory patterns of species like fish or even birds and insects, these are all changing because of shifts in temperature and precipitation that is being caused by climate change. But I'd also like to highlight the fact that climate change is, is something that could multiply the losses and damages in times of crisis. So imagine if on top of dealing with COVID-19, we were also experiencing a drought or cataclysmic fires like we saw in Australia or in the Amazon. It would really just have the impact of exacerbating those inequalities. For example, we have seen some um, unusual earthquakes as well as tornadoes happening right now. And as we experience in our own communities the COVID-19 crisis, I can only imagine the devastation somewhere that was, you know, hit by a tornado during a time like this. Exactly. And, and climate change can, can also affect human health even more by putting strain on vulnerable populations or even increasing um, things like heat stress or the spread of disease vectors uh, like mosquitoes that um, increase incidence of, of diseases like malaria. And so the human health implications are really going to be even more difficult to deal with when compounded with viruses and diseases like COVID-19. So I really think the main message here is that climate change and human health are um, inextricably linked. Mm. Now, what we're seeing um, as a result of people uh, social distancing and isolating in their homes is that pollution levels have dropped around the world as people stay home. Is this a hidden benefit of the pandemic? Do you think this will inspire people to limit their fossil fuel use once things get back to normal? Yeah, I think that's that's also another another um, um, uh, trend that we're seeing so much in the news. And I think, you know, as I mentioned, I think everyone's looking for something positive to come out of um, of, of all of the the negative consequences of COVID nineteen. But I wouldn't necessarily call the drop in air pollution levels a hidden benefit because they're likely just going to be temporary. And we haven't really, as a society, made the systemic shift that are needed for these gains to persist or be sustained in the long term. So the the way that I'd rather look at some of these short-term benefits is to focus on on preparation and how we could have prepared better. So imagine if we had listened to the warnings from epidemiologists and others and, and prepared, right, five, six, 10 years ago, how different would that outcome have been um, in terms of how we're dealing with and experiencing losses due, due to this crisis right now? How would we have changed the future and how would we have acted to do that um, even just 
so that little that the virus could be contained or mitigated and our economy could be more resilient and prepared for that. So I think with climate change, the timeline is very clear and so are the consequences. Mm. So the question that we have now is how will we use these next few years knowing what we know now and knowing that we have the opportunity to prepare better and to, to create a more resilient economy so that we, 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 we don't have to lose jobs, we don't have to decimate economy, our, our economy, we can actually address the, uh, climate change by building new and clean and thriving economies. So that's really what I hope we can take away from um, our, our lessons from, from dealing with COVID-19. Oh, absolutely. Because learning from the tragedy is the most important part of triumph over adversity. That said, what can we do to make those preparations? Yeah. So in the next 10 years, the science is really clear. Um, Emissions need to be halved by 2030. So we, we basically have a decade to cut our emissions in half. And we know the types of solutions that that can get us there. So it's clean and renewable energy. It's greening our agriculture system and our food system through regenerative agriculture and shifting towards more of a plant-based diet, um, shifting to public transportation, um, reduction of overall consumption like plastics and other products that take a lot of energy to produce. So making those immediate changes now in our infrastructure, in our decisions and our patterns today can set us up to be in a position to really achieve that outcome over the next 10 years. Um, The second thing I would say is that since climate change is fundamentally like COVID-19, a global crisis, it's going to require worldwide cooperation and attention to really focus on on a coherent and and coordinated global response where um, we can see a basis for, for global signals, global um, uh, alignment and redirecting of financial flows. Um, and so that's the second thing I would say is just really band together um, um, as uh, through political signals and political processes that can help um, develop a global response. And then the last thing I would say is to support um, natural climate solutions, which includes planting of trees, restoration of natural ecosystems and protection of standing forests. This is really my personal passion um, because a third or more of the solution to climate change comes from protecting and restoring nature. Um, And guess what? These solutions can also help maintain um, the resilience of our planet, um, provide us with clean air and clean water, and might also very well prevent the spread of viruses that so severely affect human health as well. I absolutely agree 100% in that it is going to require everyone working together on the same page in order to surmount seemingly impossible feats, for sure. One last thing, Shyla, before uh, I let you go, what is one way individuals can give back to nature and be a part of the bigger climate solution at the same time? Yeah. 2020 is such an important year, so I think making um, addressing climate change a priority, making it a voting issue, an investment lens when you're looking at where you put your investments, your retirement portfolios, um, make it demands that we that that we make as shareholders and consumers of many large companies talking about it more. There's really um, something that every single person can do, no matter what your skill set, to activate creativity and and kind of that ideation process of bringing solutions to the market. Um, the other thing that people can do is 
um, use a tool that we developed that is available on our webpage. It's a carbon calculator and it allows users to measure their carbon footprint and give back to conservation projects designed to keep forests standing and to help um, scale up restoration efforts. So um, listeners can visit conservation.org calculator and after using the calculator and uh, assessing their carbon footprint, they can learn more about reforestation and conservation projects to which a donation can help um, support um, forests in the Amazon, in places like Peru or Kenya. Um, and so these are, this is really something specific and tangible that, that everyone can do um, immediately um, and can also help us to maintain our uh, optimism, our hope, and our sense of community um, in coming together around addressing climate change and, and, and protecting our planet for, for our future. Oh, I absolutely love that. Okay, so while our listeners have, you know, a little bit of time on their hands and they're on their computers, they can check <laughs> out that carbon calculator. Can you give us the website one more time, please? Absolutely. It's conservation.org slash calculator. I love it. All right, Shyla, thank you so much for speaking with us today. You stay safe out there. Thank you, Karina. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.